0: Okay, good morning everyone, very very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session for Thursday the 31st of um, August. So the good news is today is the last day of the trading month. Um, We're sort of coming out of the other end of this sort of summer um, market condition, um, which can be often uh, lower volume trading mixed with a little bit of uh, manipulation and it can just be a really quite choppy period but when we start moving back and moving into September we get to experience like normal market conditions we have all traders and investors all around the world all back at the trading desks uh, looking to take advantage of some opportunities and um, these markets are less prone to kind of choppy manipulation as a result. Um, Okay so we've got a a few interesting trades. We're currently in three trading opportunities at the minute. We'll we'll kind of break those down for you, um, and we'll uh, we'll produce our trade plan and post it into the chat box before we leave. So it's just really broadly important to be able to plan your opportunities, um, identify where you're likely to get the best quality trades, and look to uh, to trade them accordingly in our live trade rooms. So we'll start with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarise yourself uh, with our risk warning currently up on screen. Good morning, everyone. okay so all problem with traders they need to consider of course uh, what markets do we trade there's so many to choose from you know brokerages now have five seven ten thousand markets to choose from it's just uh, you've got a wealth of option opportunity there and we look at a pretty refined list normally some of the markets which are most liquid in the world um, you know, always find buyers and sellers in the markets that we trade and, um, and we've got more clarity in terms of opportunity as well um, and we like to see correlations across markets to see how they're performing. So um, so which markets to trade is important and then of course you, you need your trading strategy to determine where do you enter these markets, where do you exit, and how do you manage risk. Risk management is profoundly important for us. Um, not to confuse the two, but trade management is a, is a different facet to, to risk management. Um, obviously, risk management is about your exposure. Uh, trade management is about what decisions do you make if that market moves in your favor? Do you look to mitigate risk? When do you look to book in profit? All these sorts of decisions uh, are, are fundamentally very important. And then in trade psychology, um, the, the, the markets can have their own psychology, especially during mar- summer market conditions so not really surprised that we've seen the, the price action that we've seen over the last number of uh, weeks um so we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. that's the first thing and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach accurate with the levels we use disciplined with our capital and of course be patient as well we had to kind of be a little bit more patient on tuesday then we start started start to see markets begin to rally And then we spent our time yesterday trying to get into those sort of continuation trades and see if we'd get further follow through. Now we haven't had as much follow through, uh, just yet, but we, um, we're still in those trades to hopefully take advantage of that. Um, okay. So let's start with review potential market moving news then. So this is, uh, let's get Forex factory up on the screen. So this is the website we use to, um, to have a look at the news and and uh, economic calendar if it will load up okay okay there we go there we go don't know why that took so long Okay, so um, so that's the that's the first thing. Really, is that we're we're closing out the month now. Now we do have important data. We have a very important inflation data coming out of the US today, and that's the core PCE. Um, uh, and these are the prices, uh, consumer expenditure prices that we uh, that the Fed want to look at very very carefully. And you can see prices are are still rising month on month. Um, but the the rate at which those prices are rising are really coming down, and that broadly fits with the overall view in the U.S. that you know inflation is broadly under control. Um, now the question still remains: Will the Fed continue to raise rates? It doesn't look like there is much enthusiasm for that, um, and we've had some important developments just this week with um, job jolt opening numbers coming in way below expectations so there's not as many jobs available in the US economy which is kind of step one really. Um, step two is how would ADP ADP perform and actually coming in lower than expected, um, you know, less than less than half of the the previous month's numbers so maybe there's some seasonal factors in there um, the job numbers have been remarkably unreliable but at least this time they're kind of unreliably lower rather than unreliably higher um, prelim in the in the us uh, the second gdp number is the quarterly number coming in below expectations so it is a quarterly number, so it, it is still relatively strong, although it's coming in below expectations. So that certainly provided a, a bit of a wobble uh, yesterday. So we, we've we had uh, Chinese manufacturing PMI numbers come in. Well, manufacturing is, sorry, non-manufacturing is, is performing well across the West as well. You know, it, it's in expansion territory, same in China but it's the manufacturing. Um, You can see there's an improvement there, but we're still in in very, very mild contraction in China. So the Chinese government have stepped in to sort of lower rates of mortgages and try to stimulate the economy just a little bit. There'll probably be another slew of um, supports coming down the line. Maybe it might be to do with the uh, value of the, the Chinese one. So that core pce today is going to be important again unemployment claims you know the fed would certainly like to see these come in above two hundred and thirty-six thousand. it just means that it's reinforcing the overall view that you know we're seeing some softness now in the um, in the jobs market and then tomorrow we'll have non-farm payroll which will be the big one um again the headline number looks like it's coming in below two hundred thousand, so we can expect 169 that's lower than the previous month and that all suggests that it's pointing in the right direction unemployment looks like it's remaining um relatively low and then average hourly earnings are, are still growing relatively significantly but they're slowing it, we can expect a number to come in slightly below the previous month on month, uh, our, our average hourly earnings number. So, um, and then we'll have the ISM manufacturing. This is the manufacturing issue more globally, really. It's taken a bit of a hit and um, we're still contracting. We'd expect that for the US economy. And that kind of all feeds into mild negative data. Um, and, and that kind of narrative that the Fed have probably pushed rates high enough. Now, uh, we shall of course, see where we're how, how that sort of plays out. So we're in, we're in three different trades, you can see the, the dotted lines, perhaps uh, on screen, but we're we're in the S&P 500 to the upside, we're expecting further continuation yesterday. And that is what we got in the end, but it was quite slow moving, and there was certainly a reasonable amount of corrective price action in there. Um, same situation as you can see for the Aussie dollar. We were interested in buying on the breakout to the upside, and we had a you know a nice spike to the upside before it kind of rolled back over. Now we have our stop loss not in the in in. most technical levels we'd prefer it to be down at these lows but that meant that the um the upside was a bit unachievable so um we do have technical levels in here and so far the market is kind of respecting that you know we haven't flushed right down to these lows um and there's a bit of dollar strength so far this morning we're just looking like we were looking for yesterday for that to unwind um eventually We've started to see that the dollar strength trade begin to unwind across the board. Euro pushed higher, Aussie pushed higher, New Zealand pushed higher, gold uh, pushed higher as well. And now these markets have another decision to make and you can see that the amount of volume so far in these markets are not fantastic. So it would be in our interest to still expect further upside for the equities. and we kind of want a bit of a turnaround. So in the Asian session so far, we've seen uh, a little bit of um, softening, we've seen that risk off trade, but it, it's not convincing. So we're looking to stick with our risk on um, trade in these markets. And um, very little is, is sticking out in terms of wow this is a fantastic market and it's a really great opportunity so there's very little on that front um oil had been grinding higher yesterday we saw a bit of upside across the commodities so let's go through these um we can for now no reason to not expect these us indices to at least push higher over the short term and um, same with the Dow Jones but we're running right into resistance now so a bit of a question mark over the Dow Jones but in terms of a buy trade we've got better opportunities in the Nasdaq and the SP. there's your double bottom your double e formation and that's quite a bullish potential um bit of price actions exactly the same situation in the SP. Um, we actually traded around these lows there over a week or two ago, and now we're accelerating higher again. Um, there's a little bit more fundamentals kind of supporting those trades as things stand. And it all goes back to central bank uh, decision making and whether they will actually raise rates or not. So a softening jobs market implies that the Fed may may decide to to just pause where we're at. And that pause would provide some further upside. Um so a bit of a strange day yesterday for many of these um, industry markets, a little bit of sort of weakness really across the board. Bitcoin started to roll back over to the downside after a one day kind of relief rally really. Um, but we're still below those moving averages in the daily time frame. So our bias would still be to the downside uh, for those trades. So commodities, we're seeing lower highs and we also have lower lows um we're kind of in this very slow grinding bit of price action um we kind of need risk off in order to sell gold um because at the moment these markets are pretty much risk on and that would probably only provide some further upside potential in, in gold so not a great opportunity there for us Um oil This is the problem with oil. We're in a long-term sideways pattern. So making a decision below these major resistance levels is perhaps not the the cleverest of trades. So, you know, our our bias more broadly is unfortunately to the upside and that's more on the supply side than it is on the demand side of things um, with OPEC cuts and things of that nature. So yes, we can expect it to the upside. The problem is, is it a good quality trade? The answer is no, it's not great. You can see traders have broadly got chopped up whether prices pushed higher and then reversed, or they actually pushed lower and then reversed all back into consolidation. And we're still in that phase now as we speak. So we just have an expectation for further upside across the US indices. Um, Just following yesterday's momentum, really, we have CPI, uh, sorry, we've got uh, PCE um, numbers due out later on today. And unemployment claims, which will be, will that reinforce this sort of upward move? We think it it may do short term, so that's going to take our focus. So we're going to have a a sort of a bullish outlook on um, the U.S indices, more so than the S&P and the NASDAQ. Okay, so we've had the euro dollar pull back into um, resistance, which is uh, these highs, yesterday's high in here. And that was the problem. That's why we couldn't pull the trigger on the euro dollar, because it was in the process of pulling back. And this is just a pullback to the downside. Um, Again, we need to see some dollar strength to be able to get into the trade. Just because it pulls back doesn't mean it's an automatic sell trade. Um, Same situation with the pound. Um, Just two, uh, just three weeks of sideways patterns, really, for the dollar yen. Um, We thought we were gonna get a little breakout there on Tuesday, and then it, it subsequently reversed, so. Um, we're just in this little little zone up at these levels. Now it's the, it's the commodity currencies that are potentially giving us a slightly better, better kind of opportunity. Um, and I would suggest perhaps not the dollar Swiss either. So um, we, we're in this little short-term upward trend. We've kind of bounced back pretty close to resistance, although we didn't quite get there. So this is gonna be sort of a day-to-day kind of dollar strength, dollar weakness type of response we assume. But then when we start looking at, at the CAD, no, it's more, more so the, um, the Aussie in the New Zealand, we've got sort of a triple top up here, so strong resistance up at these highs, and the price is beginning to roll over, but we'd expect, we want to see a kind of a structural failure trade in this market. So that would mean a bit of short-term buying, and then we want to see that roll over, and then we could perhaps add the dollar CAD, um, because one of the trades that we're in Is the Aussie dollar? It's really just a breakout of this um, double bottom uh, and a bit of a reversal on a bit of uh, strong selling. We're looking to try and you can see there's not much. um, The commitment of others is is not there just yet. Um, We just think we we might have to be patient and wait for it, but. um, hopefully get a corrective move and today's pce numbers and unemployment numbers and tomorrow's non-farm payroll might give this market the momentum it needs to continue its progress same with the new zealand dollar um our expectation is still to the upside it just hasn't done an awful lot since we got into that trade that's right Uh So there's our entry price there. Um, it's just there. And we've got quite a tight stop loss. So, um, but our expectation is to the upside and it hasn't really performed just yet, but we do expect eventually prices to to make a move. This is what we're dealing with with the euro pound. We kind of want some of these markets to kind of break out of these, um, these significant ranges. And euro yen, pound yen, they're looking a little bit more bullish but there's your kind of your three-week kind of sideways pattern we could put a little box around this um, yesterday's price action kind of stirred a little bit um you probably expect some further upside there so we're on our way we've had a very elevated move in the last sort of eight months in, in the EUR and it looks like we, we can still probably expect further upside at this point. So we would ordinarily identify this high and suggest that yesterday's move is a bit of a breakout to the upside. Now we're currently pulling back from these highs. So Maybe above the one fifty nine seventy four. One uh, fifty nine seventy four for the euro yen. Might be worth looking at. One fifty nine seventy four. Um, elsewhere, there's not really kind of a huge amount that we'd be that interested in getting into. At this phase in proceedings so um, let's let's try and crystallize uh, today's trade plan so we do have kind of risk on market conditions if you look at the US equities we've not really had uh, the dollar sell-off in any way shape or form so risk on market conditions due to softening US not so much just specifically job openings now, but just um, kind of a, uh, well, I think we can probably go along with that. Um, and I think we use the world mild, so there's, and, if, and the problem as well would be the last trading day of the month is that you get a bit of reconciliation and uh, and that's um, that can cause, um a bit of a, a strange trading day as well so today's not perhaps a day for ultra aggression today's perhaps a day for um you know just if you've got a good opportunity we get into it absolutely but we won't be frivolous we won't be you know too aggressive it's about one or two opportunities today plus we need to manage our, our trades uh, accordingly um I think we can take away the Aussie and the New Zealand, which we're, we're currently in them for starters. Uh, and secondly, we we're, were a bit disappointed with the price action we've seen so far. So we would have expected a little bit more yesterday. And, and then when you have an expectation for price to move and it doesn't, it just makes you kind of back off a little bit and that's kind of where we're at. Um, but let's have a look at your yen. Uh, So it's, uh, it's actually by above 159.74. So that's what we'd be looking to do. We'll add the euro yen to our list of markets. And um, so I'm going to post this into the chat box now, guys. We'll wrap it up there for you. We're, we're obviously going to switch rooms now uh, in just a few minutes to um, our live trade room. So we hope you can join us there. Um, let me get this up. So that's our trade plan. I've just posted it there into the chat box, so you feel free to take it away. You can cut and paste it if you need, um, but it's it's very straightforward. We're looking at further upside for the S&P in the NASDAQ, and we're already in the S&P, don't forget. Um, and outside of that, a bit of a question mark over the dollar, A few question marks over, so the European and Asian markets, few question marks over, um, the commodity markets. So um, the euro yen is giving us a potential opportunity so we can have a look at that in a bit more detail. Great stuff, guys. On that note, listen, thanks very much for joining us. As always, um, uh, we're kind of shifting to this narrative on the left-hand side of your screen, this risk on indices higher. Um, we're expecting a little bit more dollar weakness, although we, we haven't really had it just yet. US bond yields are, are rolling over to the downside and we're seeing a bit of upside in commodities. So this narrative is beginning to fit. And so, and it's more on a, on a kind of a soft landing. It's like a potential very minor recession rather than anything substantial as things currently stand. So that soft landing will be discussed an awful lot, I'm sure. Right, so um, any, Questions? Feel free to post them into the chat box, guys. If not, we'll let you go. Thanks for joining us. As always, uh, we're going to switch rooms now in just a couple of minutes um, to our live trade room. So that's where we'll be looking to break down these opportunities in a lot more detail, uh, discuss you know every facet of the trade, and then we'll um, we'll take those trades if the opportunities present themselves. So we do these markets live every day from eight AM for the European session, and then we're back again at twelve forty-five for the US Open. Um, so that's when traders get to their trading desk. And uh, we're very interested in what decisions they make with their capital in terms of moving price. And then we can we can react accordingly. Uh, for more information, just go to the logtrader.com. Happy to answer any questions you have there. From everyone here, take care. Um, we'll see you uh, very shortly. Take care, bye for now.